To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. But did you know indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HEPA-14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline. Your Village is the most comprehensive site for evidence-based parenting classes available on demand at yourvillageonline.com. Our 50 plus classes give parents the foundation, steps, and tools for creating strong, healthy relationships with their children, resulting in responsible, cooperative, happy, and successful children and families. My goal is to help parents support their children in finding and reaching their own unique potential. The podcast, is a place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your village founder and your host, Erin Royer. Hello, everyone. So I'm just going to reiterate a couple of announcements that I made last week as well. So now that we have gotten over 500 followers on the Your Village YouTube channel, I put up the free class. The one I decided on was Intro to Discipline. This is because it has a great foundation of information about discipline strategies and how these strategies can work uh, well or work against you and how different parenting styles, there's four different parenting styles. These discipline styles can affect our relationships and the outcomes of our children very drastically. Research has shown this. So it's some really, really solid um, introductory background information to discipline. So that is up on the Your Village YouTube channel. I also already had put up the one, two, three magic quite a while ago. So that one is out there as well, along with my parenting tip videos that, as I also mentioned, I will get back to doing these once my kids are no longer home 24 seven. Um, so there's just a lot of help with school right now. And we still have two more weeks of school left here. It's a long 
year. So it's just too hard right now with the kids home all the time and still schooling from home. So the question today is a great one, a morning power struggles question. So if you're having any power struggles, whether it's morning routine or anytime, these tips will help with your power struggles as well. And actually I will give some more tips to working with power struggles in addition to the very particular ones about this morning power struggle. So Justine wrote in and she asked or said, Hello, Erin. I have been having a recurrent power struggle with my three-year-old daughter on and off for some time now. She has been having a difficult time with the morning routine of brushing teeth. Sometimes she's very helpful and allows me to help her brush, but most often teeth brush time turns into an hour or more long process, ending with me just having to hold her arms down so I can brush while she cries. I don't like doing that because I want to instill in her body autonomy and her own intrinsic desire for healthy habits. I talk to her calmly. I tell her that brushing teeth helps keep her body healthy. I calmly and firmly let her know it's time to brush her teeth and give her options such as she can sit or stand up while she brushes teeth. I have also tried letting her brush by herself first or after. Her dentist has explained that it is time to use fluoride toothpaste. So I don't let her brush by herself with the toothpaste because she generally just sucks on the toothbrush and swallows. I have explained and demonstrated how to brush and spit, but when she does it herself, she still bites and sucks on the toothbrush. I am not sure what else to do to end this power struggle. And there have been many times I have lost my patience and calm when we're running late for something or it's past our bedtime because we're still trying to brush teeth. Now I have begun going back to work and it has made the struggle worse because I'm in the time crunch in the morning. I would be so grateful for any advice on additional steps I can take to get out of this loop. I very much want to follow a positive discipline approach and have used many techniques from your podcast, which have been helpful in other areas of raising my daughter. Side note, in case it helps, from listening to your podcast about temperament, I believe she is very strong-willed, highly sensitive, highly feelings-aware, focused, persistent, less adaptable. She is generally a very happy and sweet girl and seems emotionally advanced as far as being very empathetic towards others. Thank you for any advice you can provide. So this is great info about the temperament. And definitely, you know, those all seem to fit this teeth brushing issue, this struggle. They're definite factors in this power struggle for sure. So we definitely see how our children's temperament can affect certain areas of our interactions with them, discipline interactions and that type of thing. So first, let's talk about the toothpaste and how to work on that or some other options. So I want to share the American Academy of Pediatrics recommendation about fluoride toothpaste so parents can have some peace of mind about this or have some information to to some options that I'm going to give some options in a second. So they recommend using a pea-sized amount of fluoride toothpaste for children from ages three to six. So starting at three up to age six, you're going to use a pea-sized amount. By the time they're six or seven, you're going to start to use a little more than that. And by then, they're not going to be biting the toothbrush and, you know, and giving you issues with it. So um, they should be much more cooperative by the time they hit seven. But for three to six, you want to use a pea-sized amount. So they also say that although it should be avoided, if possible, it is safe for your child to swallow this pea-sized amount of fluoride toothpaste. And they also mention that in this age range, brushing should always be a team effort. So those are some really important pieces to remember to keep in mind when we're working on this toothbrushing process, that if they happen to swallow it, it is okay, it's not gonna be harmful. Um, and that also keeping this a team activity for now is really what we need to be doing anyway because they just don't get all their teeth and we're teaching them how to properly brush their teeth aside from the power struggles, getting through those, then teaching them how to properly 
get all of their teeth. So we're really going to be working with them pretty closely through these years on their toothbrushing efforts. Okay, so let's talk about the sucking and swallowing piece and the power struggle and reinforcing behaviors. Now, it sounds like this is not really something that you've butted heads about, but I'm just going to put this out there for any parents who are worried about it, that they're seeing some of this same types of behaviors, um, just so that you know how to handle it, how to deal with it so that it doesn't um, become a more ingrained behavior. So children will pick up on behaviors that bring attention or increase their power and control. So if this is an area where a child has seen that they can gain some type of control, it gets some type of reaction from parents, um, and, or it gets them out of doing something they don't want to do, like brushing their teeth, um, they basically, if they feel like they're getting an increase in power or the upper hand in some way, then it will increase that behavior. So in this case, sucking on the toothbrush, swallowing the toothpaste. She may just be doing this because it tastes good, and, it, and that's just what she does when she does it by herself. So armed with these two pieces of information, here are a couple of options. You can completely ignore the ingestion of the toothpaste, making sure that it's pea-sized, and therefore eliminate the feeling of control she's getting when she engages in this behavior. Again, I don't know if this is happening for you, Justine. It doesn't sound like it is, but just uh, some general information in case it is or any other parents. I want to make sure I cover all my bases just in case. If the idea of her sucking and swallowing the fluoride is too much to bear um, for several days until the habit dissipates, that means if you're giving attention to it and she's doing it, then it's going to increase. And if you want to get that turned around, if that's actually happening, you want to you could consider going back to non-fluoride just until you break her of the habit, or even just use a combination. Um, but all the while ignoring that and not reacting to it. Um, just rem gentle reminders like we brush our teeth, don't chew on the toothbrush. Um, so if you want her to get some fluoride though, you could use it every other day and then the non-fluoride every other day. This way she'll, she'll be ingesting even less. Uh, you can more easily ignore it so that she's not getting that reward of control for the behavior which increases it. Okay, so here are a list of things to try. Now, every child is different, and some of these may work great. Others may not work at all. Some may work for a couple of weeks or for a month and then not work anymore. So you want to just keep trying, rotating, keep going back and going through these and seeing what you can do to, uh, to get back to good habits. Then I'm going to discuss some more power struggle tips, like just general tips, overall tips, and some really good techniques for working on power struggles that can help with the toothbrushing, but also any area of power struggles that you might be having with their child. So for the teeth brushing in particular, here's the list. Have her pick out a really cool new toothbrush with a favorite character on it so that she is excited to use it. Now, there's a lot of options out there. And I have to admit, I went looking um, online just to see what's out there now. And there was this super cute electronic toothbrush set, Sparkles the Unicorn. It has a stand and a cup, and it was only $20. So that was really reasonable. Um, they have other ones like a pony, a giraffe, a crocodile, I think. There were a couple others. And I would brush my teeth with Sparkles the Unicorn any day. She was really cute. It was just a whole little setup with the toothbrush and, like I said, the stand and the little cup and the cover, which was the unicorn head. It's really, really cute. So finding something that she might be really excited about can definitely help. Now, Justine, I don't think this is an issue for you, but for other parents who might be having this issue, you can also try different toothpastes to find one that resonates with your child. Um, it sounds like toothpaste is not an issue for Justine, but, you know... 
you can also try that some new toothpaste. Maybe she has a choice of toothpaste one night to the next. So you can experiment with that. Okay, in addition, there are some fun, silly things that you can do to work on making teeth brushing more fun and easy and get a lot more cooperation. So let your child brush the teeth of their favorite stuffed animal and then have your child tell their stuffed animal how important brushing their teeth is. Have them explain it to their stuffed animal. So whether it's their teddy bear or their little frog or their little horse, have them do that for their stuffed animal. Let your child brush your teeth and then let your child know it's your turn to brush their teeth or offer to let them brush their own teeth. But while you're standing there, and I know like you said, she's kind of chewing on it and sucking on it, let her know that as long as she brushes her teeth, she can do it by herself. But if she starts to chew on it, you're gonna have to you know, take over for her. You could be silly. You wanna to point to a body part like the elbow. Is this where I should brush? Then pick another area like the tummy. How about here? Should I brush here? This can get her in a silly, relaxed mood and make brushing easier. Then you wanna to go to the teeth. How about here? Should I brush here? So kind of move your way up, maybe go to the nose and then you can go to the teeth and then she can kind of giggle and be like, yes, my teeth. And then you can brush the teeth and she's silly and doesn't mind it. At least you might get a good minute out of it then. Have your child make animal sounds like a roar to open up the mouth. Show me how a lion roars and show me your big sharp teeth so we can brush them. You can play copycat. Kids like doing things for themselves, so if you both brush your teeth at the same time, show your child how to do it and then let her copy you. Keep it short. It's really about getting used to it as a good habit as part of a routine, so you can lengthen it over time. If you need to start with 30 or 45 seconds, start with 30 or 45 seconds, and then when you get good at that or she gets good at that over a three to four day period, you can start to lengthen it out a little bit. It is far better than nothing or this crazy struggle over it. Take turns brushing teeth. She brushes her teddy bear's teeth and then she brushes her own teeth. So I have some more tips for teeth brushing and toddlers and I will discuss some more general information and guidance and a great technique for avoiding power struggles when we get back after a word from our sponsors. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. My favorite thing about Armoire is all the different style and occasion options from casual to athleisure to night out, work formal, work casual, a total of eight different occasions, three weather options, and 11 categories, including accessories, outerwear, and blazers, just to name a few. With Armoire, you can always have something new to wear without the hassle and closet clutter. You know the feeling. You open your closet, it's full, but you have quite literally nothing to wear. You're bored with everything in there. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothes for every occasion. Whether you're planning your outfit for date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, you will be the best-dressed person in the room. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off the first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash parenting. That's armoire.style. A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash parenting to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Hey, Parenting Beyond Discipline listeners. 
Ready to create a home that fosters love, warmth, and style? Look no further than Home Threads, your partner in crafting a nurturing environment. At HomeThreads.com, explore a thoughtfully curated collection of furniture designed for families who believe in positive parenting. From cozy reading nooks to durable playroom essentials, our pieces are crafted to enhance your parenting journey. Home Threads has an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and accessories like throw pillows, blankets, to snuggle under for family movie nights, or reading time that helps you create the warm, cozy home that is the foundation for happy family memories. I love all the great pieces I've gotten from Home Threads to finish the look in my home. Gorgeous yet durable and cozy accent throw pillows, blankets, and some really cute wall decor. I have an ocean theme throughout my downstairs, so I got a couple of really great wall pieces to finish that look. And some picture frames for the family photos. Visit homethreads.com parenting today and get a code for 15% off your order. That's homethreads.com parenting parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. Home Threads. Love where you live. Now that we're back after the break, here are some more tips for helping power struggles over teeth brushing and then some overall power struggles tips. So for Justine, I know you've already tried this, but you may want to keep trying and get creative. For other parents, this is something to try for any power struggle, not just teeth brushing. You want to keep in mind that toddlers and preschoolers like to be in control as much as possible. This is one of those pushes for independence. They want to do things for themselves. So offering choices about toothpaste, toothbrush, where to brush, stool or no stool, before or after pajamas, and offering, do you want to brush your teeth or do you want me to do it for you, are all ways of offering control and getting your child more likely to buy into the process. You can also offer silly choices or offer choices around songs. So do you want to jump around on two feet while you brush your teeth or stand on one foot like a flamingo while you brush your teeth? Something like that. Um, You can look up on YouTube and play songs during teeth brushing. So offering them a song that they would like to hear. So you can do a search, kids toothbrushing song on YouTube and a bunch of songs will pop up. Um, I saw one even including a Mickey Mouse Clubhouse option. And I listened to that because I know my kids watched that when they were little. And it's a really catchy little song. It's called Brush to the Beat and it's really fun. There are also books you can read about toothbrushing. Some of these books include I Love to Brush My Teeth, Pony Brushes His Teeth, Sesame Street, Ready, Set, Brush, Sugar Bugs, Ginger McFlea Will Not Clean Her Teeth, and there's just a ton more. You can do a quick search on Google to find a great list and see what looks good. You can read these books at bedtime or you can read them during the day and help your child understand about teeth brushing and the importance. Last thing about teeth brushing Now, my kids' dentists always told us that the morning is nice, but what they really care about is bedtime, to get that food off of their teeth from the day, so they're not sleeping overnight with that food on their teeth. But if morning is a super struggle and you need to get out the door, do your best to get a quick brush, but it's not the end of the world if it's short or it doesn't happen that day. Just keep working on finding what works to get your child more cooperative, then you can add in the morning or like we talked about earlier, start them shorter, get them longer. So the morning is not nearly as important. And so that kind of alleviates that whole issue with trying to get out of the house quickly and having a whole hour meltdown battle over brushing the teeth is working on those options, finding those options, getting it more cooperative and then doing the mornings or then doing them a little bit longer. Okay. Some tips, some general tips on power struggles. 
which can also help in understanding and therefore gaining cooperation in all areas, including teeth brushing. Then I'm gonna get into a really great technique. So first, a definition. A power struggle is an exchange where both participants are determined to win. In a power struggle situation, parents will often step up and engage in the struggle. They then send the message to their child, I will struggle with you. The parent will get overly focused on the child's behavior and forcing the child to change his or her behavior. This makes the child dig in deeper. So parents must step out. Now this doesn't mean giving in. There are ways to set this up, but I'm gonna talk about this in a second, so that you are just staying in control, setting an expectation, and then stepping out of the struggle. So, but first I wanna talk about prevention because prevention when possible is absolutely key. It makes everything so much easier. So all the tips I mentioned so far are prevention techniques and tips, but there are a few more. One of those is positive reinforcement. The idea with this is letting your child know the behavior that you like to see that will earn them positive attention. When they get positive attention for something, they tend to do it more and more. They understand this is what they like to see. This is a positive trait, and then they'll take on that trait. I am this thing. I am helpful. I am cooperative. Anytime your child is being cooperative, you want to point it out, not just in the area where they're currently working on, but in any area. You cleaned up your toys the first time I asked. That is so cooperative. You got your shoes on and right into the car. Okay, when it happens over the area where you commonly struggle, definitely want to do it. You brushed your teeth right away. That is so cooperative they'll start to see themselves as cooperative, as a cooperative member of the family, and it feels good to be cooperative, and that invites a lot more of that. It's a positive cycle that we wanna get into. So here are steps for dealing with common power struggles. You wanna sit down with your child and go through these before you enter into the situation that generally results in a struggle. Step one, set the expectation and be as specific as possible. Step two, you wanna offer two to five choices on how your child can fulfill that expectation. Step three, you wanna lay down the consequence for not complying with the expectation. And step four, you're gonna practice the steps. That means you're gonna walk through them with your child. You're gonna make sure your child picks one of the choices, understands the task, and the consequence if they don't comply. You can coach your child through these as needed. So if they're like, I don't know, you can coach them through it but chances are they should be able to answer these pretty well. It's very common for parents to give steps one and three to set the expectation and lay down the consequence. However, children want and need and appreciate steps two and four the most, making the choice and the practice. So here is an example. I'm gonna go through the four steps for teeth brushing specifically. Setting the expectation. When we go upstairs for bed, you need to brush all of your teeth thoroughly. Step two offer two to five choices. You can listen to a song, have me sing a song to you, or we can do it with no music. Now use the choice you think will be most intriguing. So if it's standing on one leg like a flamingo or waddling like a penguin while she brushes her teeth, whatever you think is going to be the most intriguing choice for her. Give the consequence if they don't comply. If we don't get teeth brushing completed within five minutes, we will not have as much time to read books or snuggle or whatever it is. Now, I'm not advocating withholding affection or bonding time by any means. Still read a quick book or do a quick snuggle, 
but you can let your child know. I won't have time to read you one of your favorite books, Llama Llama Red Pajama. Is that what it's called? I don't remember. I think that's one of the ones my kids used to like. You know, we'll have to read a really quick book and you'll pick out something super short with only a few words on each page. Or we won't have very much time to snuggle. I'll only be able to give you a quick hug or I won't have time to give you a back rub. You'll still do some bedtime routine, but you'll keep it minimal. Now, this is something they will remember the next time. It can help them in making better choices the next time. You want to remember that once we get to consequences, we are working on next time. We aren't using them as threats, though, to try to get compliance this time. The choices are for this time. We're offering a choice. They choose the choice and then hopefully do that choice, use that choice to um, complete the task. That's this time. But if we have to go to consequences and we have to use that one, this is for next time. So we're not going to use it as a threat Um you, you can remind about the consequence, but you don't want to use it as a threat. So you want to say something like, remember, we won't have much time to snuggle. I'll only have time for a quick hug if we don't get going right now. And then if you need to pull out one, two, three magic, you can pull out one, two, three magic. So that's a reminder. But if you say something like, you need to get going right now or you won't get snuggles tonight. Why aren't you brushing your teeth? No snuggles. Remember, no snuggles. I said that. Okay. So you, that's more of a threat. So that kind of thing. It's just, you're going to lay the consequence. You can go right into one, two, three magic. If you need to set that deadline, do that. And then just, if they get upset, okay, well, that was the choice that you made tonight. And we'll try again the next time. It's very matter of fact. You want to leave it. You want to let your child make the choice. You want to let the consequence stand. Know that any upset or meltdown means it matters to them. It's actually a good thing because the next time they will very likely make a different choice. So this is how we step out of that power struggle. We just set the boundary, super solid, we follow through. I know that you're sad about not having as much time for a book or I know that you're sad about not getting a back rub tonight. We'll try again tomorrow and you're just gonna let it stand and you're gonna, then, then you're gonna work through the meltdown and bedtime and that will lead to a, and that helps lead to a different choice the next time. And it really helps them remember that. Lastly, the practice piece. Now, this is when you're going through it with them. You're setting the expectation. You're offering the choices. You're giving the consequences. Then you're practicing with them. When I say it's time to brush your teeth, what are you going to do? I'm going to listen to Brush to the Beat song and brush my teeth. If you take too long to get started, what will happen? We won't have time for my back rub or snuggles or whatever. Make sure your child understands each of these, what they're going to do, what the choice is, what happens if they don't comply. Have them walk through it. If your child does not follow the expectation, you're going to stay calm. You're going to matter-of-factly follow through on the consequence. And rather than seeing it as an annoyance or putting you out, you're going to see it as an opportunity to teach your child that you mean what you say, that you will follow through, and that's giving them the opportunity to make a better choice the next time. And this is really the crux of deflating that struggle. If you want more techniques for dealing with power struggles, the class on power struggles, also the class getting kids to listen, have many more great techniques and tips for stepping out of these struggles and getting kids to be more cooperative, setting up good solid expectations and boundaries for much better cooperation. Of course, over 60 parenting classes on demand in positive discipline, education, development, health, and modern parenting at the website yourvillageonline.com. If you have a parenting question you'd like answered, send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening and see you next week. 